Manna or Meatloaf, Episode 30. What are you paying for? Hello, hello, my friends. So this week I'm having a little sinus procedure, and my hope is that by next week I will sound like the previous version of myself, not the stuffy man version that's kind of taken over since my four-month sinus infection. So this one might be kind of short, but I hope it's sweet for you. I'm going to let you in on a little secret about myself. I don't like to shop. I get that from my mom. But I'm also a super easy sell when it comes to online and infomercial sales. And I get that from my dad. Here's just a few examples. So my cute cousin Cammie is an influencer. She has Cammie's Happy Place on Instagram if you want to follow a really fun person. And recently, everything she promotes, and I mean almost everything, I buy. Because it always looks so stinking cute on her. And she makes it just sound so awesome. And I also bet I've purchased at least 40% of all the diet programs available ever over the past 30 years. And I hesitate to admit it, but last but not least, don't laugh. I know you're going to. I just recently became aware of a website where I really thought all my wishes were coming true. (laughs) That was my attempt at not bashing a business, by the way. I downloaded the app and was almost hyperventilating within minutes when I saw the cutest shoes for only $5.99. Yeah, but you probably know what I'm going to say. I had to purchase them within five minutes to get the extra 15% off, right? (laughs) Oh, needless to say, I went on a tiny bit of a shopping tangent. And for someone who doesn't like to shop, I blew through the numbers on my PayPal account in a very short time. But you can't imagine the treasures I was finding. Well, maybe you can. (laughs) I was thrilled with the Christmas shopping I thought I was knocking out early, only to find, oh my gosh, you guys, this was so funny, that the Puma sweat outfit I bought our son-in-law, Kyle, had some kind of dinosaur-looking thing with an alligator reptile-ish tail in the corner where the Puma cat logo should have been. (laughs) My daughter laughed so hard she couldn't hardly breathe, and she begged me to still give it to him for Christmas. Okay, you guys, so no one told me that it was a shopping site full of everything from China, that is shipped by rowboat. Yeah, it takes a while to get your stuff. And what you get isn't always what the picture represents. But in its defense, I did buy a beautiful ring for 50 cents that may pass for real if the lighting is just right. (laughs) My husband was dying. Every package that came, he was like, why are you buying this crap? Okay, back to those $5.99 shoes I bought. Okay, and maybe there were a few more than just one pair, but I was so excited about them. I even made room for them in my closet. So I anxiously prepared for their arrival by cleaning out some of the other pairs of shoes that I didn't wear enough to justify keeping so that I could have more room for these beautiful new boots and tennis shoes and slip-ons and give them a home on the eye-level shelf of my closet where they'd get most of the attention. One more example, and then I'm done, I promise, as if these others weren't pitiful enough. 
Like I said, I bet I've bought almost every diet program available over the past 30 years. Maybe that's an exaggeration. But back then, before the days of electronic delivery methods, we would buy the program and wait for the box with the program to come in the mail. I would wait for the box of CDs and stretchy bands and rocking plastic pieces that you'd stand on to exercise. Remember those? Anyway, I would clean out my cupboards and wait with anticipation for that package that I'd invested in to be delivered. I was so hopeful that this would be the end-all answer to every one of my weight loss needs. I put so much faith and hope and money into what I bought. Now, while I'm sure you'd agree that faith and hope are both good things, I've recently seen with some degree of clarity that I've been putting a lot of faith and hope in things. I was buying into treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt. And while Matthew 6.20 reminds me where I should place my faith and hope, I can't help admit it's not easy to live in the world but not of the world and to not want things and solutions and quick fixes. Am I right? This experience made me think of what we so casually buy into sometimes and how easily swayed we are to believing in the hype and the philosophies the world offers. Have you paid attention to all the nonsense the world is selling right now? I just saw a baby mop advertised. People, it's a pair of pants and gloves for your crawling toddlers that has microfiber bristles. Brilliant, right? So that while that cute little toddler is crawling around, he can be cleaning your floors. Because as any of you know, your seven-month-old baby will happily keep a pair of gloves on, among other issues this sale might present. Oh, but don't worry. There's already been a million pairs sold. A million happy customers. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Among the crazy ideas the world will promote are the political opinions, moral attitudes, and entitlement sentiments that are running amok on our social and spiritual environments. The whole eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die approach tempts us to believe that life is too short not to really, really enjoy it. There is just so much the adversary wants to convince us is a great way to spend our time, a great way to live, or a wonderful thing to invest our energy and efforts into. Well, an analogy settled into my mind as I thought through this, and I can't help wonder what it would look like if I bought into the promises of Christ and the words of our prophets and apostles with the same excitement and enthusiasm that I did some of my purchases. Hmm, there is something to ponder. Would my days be more meaningful if I excitedly flipped through the pages of the scriptures like I did the pages of that website, looking with anticipation for the next treasure that I just couldn't live without? What if I banked on the words our prophet spoke with such hope and faith that they would be the answer to all my needs, that I cleared out some of the things that were taking up room and brought them to the eye-level shelves so they'd get most of my attention? What if I looked to see the hand of God in my life with the same eagerness I did those packages that were coming in the mail? I paid shipping after all, so once I get that email confirmation, I know it's on its way. We never doubt that it's coming, right? Even if it's coming from Timbuktu. If only we could just know with the same degree of certainty that every good gift can be ours and can be delivered if we have the faith that it will be. 
In Matthew 7, 7, it teaches us to, quote, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you, end quote. But the very next verse is even better because it says, quote, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened, end quote. Did you hear that? Everyone that asketh receiveth. It didn't say only the ones who pay for their orders in full will get what they seek. You see, the gift of Jesus Christ to the world was free. Not free from sacrifice and pain, but free for us. Available for all mankind if they would turn to Him and repent of their sins. That's what I need to hang my hope on. That's what I need to buy into every hour of every day for the rest of my days. That's the best investment I can make. And unlike every infomercial product, and certainly unlike this unique website I referred to, when I turn to my Savior and Redeemer Jesus Christ to provide the things I need, I can count on His promises. Those delivered blessings will be more, much, much more than I paid for. In fact, in reality, I simply can't afford the gifts He delivers, but that doesn't stop Him from continuing to bless me. I pay with my bargain basement efforts, and he delivers crowns and kingdoms and principalities. So this is my question to you. Are there any products, philosophies, attitudes, ideas, or opinions that you feel yourself buying into or making too much room for that could be distracting you from your eternal goals? In Matthew 6.21, it says, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Maybe a good question is, Would that time on our devices and in those websites be better spent on things that will pay off eternal dividends instead of those things that can be bought? And another question, what are we paying for? If it takes us further from our goals, we could be paying much, much more than mere money. So, in contrast, how can we buy into Jesus and everything He can deliver? I believe we first have to trust Him, and how do we trust Him if we don't know Him? That, my friends, is another episode altogether, but until next week, ponder what you buy into effortlessly and ride along with. Consider possibly where we plant our hope and enthusiasm and how we could better invest that energy into the one thing, the one person, that will always deliver and in whom we can place our trust and find our treasure.